a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ryan Alford on the line, and he's CEO and founder over at Radical, and he's also host at the Radcast Podcast. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Adam. Pleasure to be here. Oh, man, I love to have a fellow podcaster on on the show. I'm like, oh, man, you should do the work for me today. I love it. So I'm excited to get into this. So we'll get it. We are on the other side of it. Oh, it's it's so much fun. Uh, so we um, so today's topic so trends in digital marketing, personal branding, and growth. And of course, I want to talk about the Radcast because I definitely want my audience to go and check that out. Um, and maybe just to get us started, um, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at Radical. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm an ad guy. Call me a mad man. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I've been in the business for 20 years and mainly done it for other agencies. Uh, so I uh, worked at some of the largest shops in the country. Phil Holiday out of Boston. I was in New York and Manhattan for six years. Did the Madison Avenue tour uh, mm. and have worked on some of the ones in the world: Verizon Wireless, the NFL, Samsung, Apple, Firehouse Subs, uh, Bojangles. Uh, they run the gamut. Mm. Uh, the who's who of, of brands and cut my teeth uh, at an agency here in South Coop, New York. Opened their New York office, was there for about five years, and then started Radical about three years ago. Decided to uh, mm-hmm. venture off. I had made connections, learned it. Uh, it was no longer fake it till you make it. It was just time to make it. And so uh, started Radical. We're a full-service digital agency in upstate South Carolina in Greenville. We've got clients nationwide, and we're full-service. I like to say we blend the art and the science. Uh, I think a lot of digital marketing these days got caught up in the sauce of data, and uh, we're certainly data-driven and certainly driven by the tactics of digital, but we blend, and my creative director and I have a creative and branding background that we feel like blends that art and the science. And uh, we're one of the fastest-growing agencies in the Southeast, so we've been blessed in three years and uh, just rocking and rolling every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's exciting, and congrats on the success. I think it's uh, it's a big deal. And going down this entrepreneurship route, and um, it's a uh, it's not always easy. Um, but now that you're you know you're experiencing the success, I mean, what kind of like how has being an entrepreneur in this entrepreneurship path has just benefited you in your personal growth? Yeah, man, it's uh, 
It's been fun. Um, the Alfords, I like to say, are an entrepreneurial group. We've had uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. My mom was an entrepreneur. They had a lot of mm-hmm. side hustles when I grew up, and you know, it benefited me in a lot of ways. That are leaders, maybe more accountable. It's it's definitely made me you know own both the good and the bad. Because when you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. there's nothing between success and failure, but your own decisions a lot of times, and so. It's really helped me grow personally, professionally, and, uh, you know, but I will say I, I was been the product of a lot of great leadership at other positions. Uh, you know, entrepreneurship's gotten real cool. It's the cool thing for the cool kids, right? Uh, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, Gen Z, Gen Xers, you know, starting companies and being entrepreneurs. Hell, there's some very successful 22-year-olds out there that are entrepreneurs. But at the same time, uh, I think I blend a little bit of kind of, cutting my teeth for a long time and learning the ins and outs of business and then being able to apply those practically uh, has been really rewarding. And I think, you know, I owe a lot of my success from learning from others. Man, that's awesome. And that's, that's a great insight. And whenever anybody tells me that, I'm like, that it's the, it's the cool thing. I'm like, no, it's not as pain. Don't do it. Go do something <laughs> else. Don't. It hurts so bad, but it feels good when you're done and you're, you're, you're building something. But man, those early years hurt. It's pain. It's not cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, I've got, a, I joke around. I have both real scars and the battle scars of, uh, <laughs> of entrepreneurship. And I've failed more than uh, anyone deserves to, but I've, also been lucky enough to uh, have some successes along the way. But it's not an easy path. Uh, it gets really uh, magnified, all the benefits and all the things like that. But uh, yeah. you got to be ready to own it and be, be ready to be accountable. Absolutely. Um, so let's get into, I mean, what you're seeing in the market. So what kind of trends are you seeing developing in, you know, 2021 for either small to medium-sized businesses when it comes to their marketing? Because, I mean, you're on the cutting edge of this stuff. You know, there's a few things uh, I could I could go down a, a few different rabbit holes, but I do want to focus and try to make it real practical. First, um, it, it would be uh, criminal to kind of ignore where we're headed with security. Which I'm going to talk mainly from a digital marketing perspective. That certainly some of these apply universally, but mm-hmm. we're getting to where that first party data is becoming really important for small all business because we're we're about to move into a cookieless world where you're not going to be able to track and target the same way that you are. So it's really important if you're, no matter what size you are, but certainly for small to medium business, is that you're collecting and having that one-to-one relationship with every prospect and every customer that you have. So that's, you know, finding ways to collect data at your website, collect data through your social channels, through connections, and really leveraging that first-party data and you're targeting and moving forward because as we get to a cookie-less world, we get to a place where there's going to be less of the bells and whistles of tracking and targeting. It's going to be super hyper-important that you're building customer profiles with your own data. So that's kind of number one. The, the second one I, I really point to is we've gotten to this place of what I call the democratization of content. It used to be where everything would be second TV world, where everything was fancy, multi-million dollar shoots, and certainly video has been coming along. You have the proliferation of 4G and 5G networks, which have allowed for video content to be shared and distributed at scale. And for small to be in business, the ability to really develop content, this doesn't have to be perfect. You can get content out there in a video standpoint and get content out there in a way that where you can show and display your best product, service, or benefit or differentiator 
in a way that can resonate with consumers because there isn't this expectation. And COVID's even brought this sort of out a little bit more in the world of Zoom and other things to where there's less importance on the perfection of the content and more on the message. That's my, my second one. And third and final is really that overall impact of COVID and the digital transformation that you've got to be undertaking as a company. Obviously, that's an impact for, for large companies. But for small to medium business, if you're in a consumer-driven world, if you're not thinking about e-commerce and how to really remove friction in a digital way for your customers, whether that's your website experience about to be a do to do a really big update that's based on UI and user experience. And then everything that you do needs to be really about removing friction and creating a really easy way for people to do business with you. You've got to remove those barriers to entry. And a lot of that's, you know, whether it's taking your product online for e-commerce or just making it easy for people to do business with you, to get their contact information to you, to explore your website, to learn more about you. And, you know, my final PS bonus would be organic reach. There's a couple platforms happening now. Both LinkedIn and TikTok are huge for organic reach right now. And what do I mean by that? Well, about 5% of your followers see your posts on Facebook or Instagram. So if you're not leveraging LinkedIn and TikTok, and then people are going, oh, it's only for the 13-year-olds. Well, TikTok's not for just 13 years old. It's growing and no matter just about what you're doing, you should be dabbling in these experiences, especially with the reach that you can get without having to pay for it. So those are kind of my top four for small to medium business. It's awesome. Um, let's let's uh, switch it up a bit. And these are, I mean, those are all solid things. I mean, that, I I think if anybody takes any of those and and they and they implement those, they should see some results. Um, I want to get to the to the personal side of things, specifically the personal branding thing. So I know that you, um, you know, you, you said something as we opened this. You said you kind of transitioned from the, you know, fake it, you make it to the, to the, uh, to the entrepreneur side. And so in, in, when somebody approaches, I want to start at the, at the approach because I feel like I, I initially, I mean, I come from the world of finance and I always had a weird thing in my head about personal branding and what it meant. I wasn't, I didn't set out to be a media guy as odd as that is. Um, and that's what I do now. But um, I, was in, I was a finance guy for almost 14 years. So when you talk about marketing, ads, media, anything like that, I didn't. I had no, no interest in any of it. And then um, I was just. I kind of saw how even even a traditional like. I would argue pretty, um, you know, once upon a time, vanilla industry like being a financial advisor um, where personal branding or things like that didn't really matter. And it was almost like anti-personal branding. Like, why would I do that? Why would I write a book? Why would I have a podcast? Like, no way. There's only a couple guys that do that. And like, we don't, that's not my market, you know? And then I, you know, I started going down that because I saw that whether I liked it or wanted to do it, which by the way, now I love it, but, uh, and it's my business now, but um, if I, whether I wanted to or not, not the world had moved the world had changed me sitting behind a big nice oak desk and a nice office didn't mean that i was going to get the client i said they googled me and i wasn't out there and somebody else was guess who i google people so why wouldn't i think other to see if i'm going to work with them so why wouldn't i think that other people were googling me to work with me like it was i was being i was being ridiculous again i'm i'm picking on myself here <laughs> so that being said i wanted to tee that up for you tell me about personal branding and importance well i'm going to use my myself as an example i mean i've been 
I've been on social media for a long time. I've been on Instagram for 12 years. However long it's existed, I think I was month three, uh, I secured on Instagram. I think it was 2009, wow. the years run together. But That's amazing. I, I posted right right at 2,000 times um, uh, over those times. The last five years, I've certainly been more active than I was the first six. But, you know, I've built up a following. I'm Instagram verified because I'm consistent on these platforms. I've been published, all those things. but it's really been important chart to my business because I bring up a couple things. And one, the way I coach clients all the time that we don't live in a B2B or B2C world because we do have both business and consumer driven consumer clients, but Mm -hmm. we live in a B2H world. It's business to human. No matter what Mm -hmm. business you're in, people are doing business with people. And mm-hmm. your ability to be transparent, authentic, and to start the relationship with your customer before you even talk to them starts with building your personal brand. If they can come to your social media channels and learn about you personally and professionally, if they can read your book, if they can do any, anything that kind of gets yourself out there, out of your head and into the world, is a way to start a dialogue and a relationship before you even start. And so if people, like you said, I couldn't have said it any better. We used to live behind desks, behind walls, and not be out there and just say, well, that's not how I am. I'm not that kind of person. Well, let me tell you, 1% of those people can survive today. You know, if you either have a a really differentiated product or you were, uh, you know, you know, given $5 million like Donald Trump was by his dad or whatever it was, his Mm -hmm. first company, then maybe you could make it. But all the rest of us, you know, need to be leveraging and sharing our personal brand and get getting perspective. People want to do business with people. They want to, they want authenticity and transparency. It doesn't mean you have to give every single bit of your personal life away. You just need mm-hmm. to be showcasing your thought leadership in whatever you do, whether that's insurance, law, media. Uh, it doesn't matter. You, Everybody has a perspective, and there's such an opportunity. It's just a lost opportunity mm-hmm. if you aren't leveraging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the way that I look at it, too, and I'll just add, I agree with everything you said, but just one layer onto that, if you're not going to do it for yourself, you're going to pay one way or another. You're going to either pay in lack of results. Um, well, uh, or lack of connection or lack of as the one as the world changes a little bit more, as you mentioned, like we're in a cookie list world or things like this, you're either going to pay for it based on lack of results or you're going to have to pay somebody else who's already put in that sweat equity or that work. So you're go- And I don't think that's a bad thing, by the way. So like leveraging other influencers or other personal brands because you don't, you don't want to or you choose not to um, build your own, then you have to now figure out how to leverage other ones. So you pay for it one way or another um, in terms of physical dollars or time or effort. And, you know, everybody has one of those things, right? So you, one thing you should be thinking about is, is how you can just leverage the concept overall because because um, the idea isn't that, and I love that you bring up how long you've been doing this too, Ryan, because, um, you know, 2008 or 2009 on Instagram, verify all these other things. It doesn't mean like you're going down this path, you set up an Instagram account, and all of a sudden your brand is done. Um, tell us a little bit more about what that journey looks like, because I, I like to set a little proper expectation here for people, like, because you go down this path, like, it's a, it's a journey, just like you're building your business. It is. It, is. it takes time. The inconsistency. Like, still, like, I post three to four times a day on Instagram, a couple times a day uh, to 
uh, LinkedIn, and I'm consistent with it. And I do have a team now that helps with some of that, but uh, but I'm still answering the comments, the DMs. I mean, I get, you know, 40 to 60 probably DMs a week, if not more, depending on what the topics are. So I respond to each and every one. Some of them are, are junk spam, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. but the ones that aren't, you know, so I'm receptive to that. Everybody has time. Look, I have four kids. I run a business, and I'm, I have an active lifestyle. If anybody has the don't have time excuse, it's me. But I see the benefit of what it's done for myself mm-hmm. and for my business, and it has. And it's no different uh, than, you know, anything else you invest in. But I do think mm-hmm. it's funny you brought up, you know, the, the analogy you did, but I think you're taking a risk either way. People say, oh, it's risky. I tell people all the time, by not taking risk, you're actually, you're sometimes risking more. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. So la- last point, Ryan, um, tell us about, tell us about the Radcast because I want my, I want my uh, audience to go and check it out. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. We've been really blessed. Um, you know, back to that personal branding and otherwise, the Radcast is the kind of living, breathing entity and media of Radical, our agency. It's a marketing and business podcast. We're at about 100 episodes. We're two and a half years in. We are, I dare say, I think by the data that we can find one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts in the country. Uh, with our growth, uh, we're in the 95th percentile of our audience. It isn't millions, but it's getting to be thousands. And uh, we've been real dedicated. We share a lot of marketing knowledge. I give away my best free advice because I believe execution is everything. And then ultimately, we have some really heavy hitters, some of the biggest and fastest growing companies in the, in the country. We've had the CEOs of Whoop, which is the number one fitness tracker band. They're now with the PGA Tour, the Army, and others. Ed, or Will Ahmed, excuse me, was on. We have Tim Story, who is the personal life coach of Oprah Winfrey, coming on next week. He is the life coach of Stars. We've had uh, you may Austin Hope, fastest growing luxury Cabernet in the world. Uh, his Austin Hope Cabernet. He's become a really good friend. He's been on the show a couple times, getting wide perspective. We get this great entrepreneur and business and marketing perspective, and then I kind of layer it on through the lens of marketing, and we've been blessed to grow the audience. And we just launched the newest website, which is theradcast.com, where you can actually search and catalog. We've cataloged our entire content base, 130 episodes plus highlights, where you can search for Instagram engagement or entrepreneurship. Any search term will bring up the content that goes with that. So we're really proud of that. That's just launching and would love and appreciate any of your listeners to to give us a try. Fantastic. Well, Ryan, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, If somebody's listening to this and they want to follow up to learn more about Radical or to connect with the podcast or you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, it's Radical.company. That's our website. We are not just .com. It's company. Radical.company online. You can follow me on Instagram, at Ryan Alford. I'm also on Twitter, at J. Ryan Alford. And just about anywhere Ryan Alford is, uh, you, you'll find me, RyanAlford.com, with all my personal content. Uh, but Radical uh, is out there, at Radical.company. And I already mentioned the Radcast.com. And, Hey, DM me if I can help in any way. I'm here to add value no matter what to your listeners, to you. Uh, you know, I, I like to uh, just be involved and engaged. And so if I can help in any way, I'd, I'd love to help any of your listeners. 
Awesome. Well, Ryan, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work that you're doing over at Radical and, and the Radcast. Um, and definitely want my audience to go check that out. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to come back and be a return listener or a viewer if you're on our YouTube channel. And Ryan, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure, Adam. Thanks so much.